Scott Blakeman getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District, where I've been on a journey. <laughs> oh, not to a different place, but rather to a different time. I took a trip to the past. You might say that instead of tearing the dates off the calendar, I started gluing them back on. Of course, I'm speaking metaphorically. I would never actually glue the pages of last year's calendar back together, especially those old desktop calendars, Scotty, where each page is a different day of the year. It's, it's too much work. And what's the point? When you tell people you just glued back together a desktop calendar from last year, one of the two things happened. Either their eyes glaze over... <laughs> Or they look at you like you're weird. <laughs> well, Scotty, the type of time travel I'm talking about is infinitely less idiotic. You see, I simply tapped a few keys on my phone and suddenly it was a year ago, almost to the day, as I listened to our podcast of November 11th, 2022, as you, Scotty, revealed a wonderful truth the world has overlooked for thousands of years when you said, doing laundry replenishes your wardrobe without having to go shopping. <laughs> as far as we know, this is the first time in history that the rest of us were, in a sense, given permission to find happiness in washing clothes. <laughs> it turns out the joy of laundry is just the tip of a very exciting iceberg. I recently read somewhere that many people love housework. If it's their own place, they love to vacuum, dust, wash, scrub, and organize. For me, cleaning my abode is the most is most absorbing when friends, relatives, or in-laws are coming to visit, and I have just so much time to make the place fully presentable. Then, well, it's like a heart-pounding mission impossible in which I must beat the clock and make my home spotless before my guests arrive and can judge my style of life. <laughs> In an even earlier podcast, Scotty, I described the joy I get when filling up my dishwasher, imagining the dirty dishes talking to each other, making wisecracks and singing dish-related songs. This triumph of the imagination made my pandemic-induced isolation feel joyful and meaningful and enabled me to bond with my dishes and see things from their point of view. <laughs> And it all leads to a question we've never answered until this moment. Are you and I the best hope our civilization has for finding happiness in our troubled times? <laughs> to be honest, I hope not, because that's a huge amount of pressure. <laughs> well, it is, Tommy. Your deft assemblage of my vintage laundry episode and your Dishes Talking Among Themselves podcast, along with your love of only last-minute frenzied cleaning, deserves the good housekeeping seal of approval. As we await our inevitable Nobel Prizes in assorted categories, that seal of approval will sit proudly on our mantles, <laughs> assuming the seal has a base of some kind. <laughs> I'm glad, Tommy, that you dug deep into our archives. As you love to do, you call it pin dropping, to uncover the joy and inspiration that I receive from the simple act, or not so simple act, of doing laundry. In fact, I'm especially looking forward to performing those chores immediately after this very podcast because it will once again expand my clothing choices as well as, if only for a moment, take my mind off the woes of the world. And 
Well, if that burnishes our reputation as the best hope for civilization to find happiness in our troubled times, then, well, I'm happy to shoulder that burden and feel that pressure. But it would also make me want to do a lot of laundry. Yeah, it's amazing, Scotty. I, uh, I know Sandy loves to do laundry. And now, she, you know, we're all preparing for, and I haven't revealed this to our podcast audience, yeah. uh, I'm a little sheepish about it, but... Well, my girlfriend and I are planning a cruise, Scotty, to uh, 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 in upcoming. Uh, I think uh, uh, this, this is really coming Sunday. Incredibly, Tommy. And now, can I just, if I could, kind of, it is a cruise to yes, and as a game show announcer would intone to the Bahamas. Bahamas. Sounds so Ooh. actually saying it. Yeah. warms my part up by 23 degrees. I, you know, it's, it's really interesting, too, because I feel like you should win it on you should win such a cruise on a, you know, on, on a game show. And yeah, I, I've done nothing to to uh, to justify this cruise to Bahamas other than just I have the money to pay for it. Well, that I mean, now some might say, oh, you're you know, a little guilt. Is that cheating? Is that kind of yeah. bending the rules? And I'll say that I'm going to just come out and say it, not just because you're my great friend, but because I don't think and this is a, a, a probably the first time it's ever been said. You don't have to win a trip on a game show to go away there. You can actually pay for it on your own. That's a great, it's uh, a great I, thought, I mean, Scotty. Because yeah. I was starting to feel like, who am I? What am I doing? I'm going on a cruise to the Bahamas. Ooh. <laughs> And I, 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 I haven't picked a letter out of a big, you know, bunch of letters or something like, you know, it's not, you know, I, I haven't like a, a behind door number two. And I was feeling, you know, it's sort of, it's not as bad as survivor's guilt. It's <laughs> something akin to that. Well, you know, it's game you, show non-winner's guilt. That's right. Not even being on the game. It'd be no. one thing if you were on the show, it was a right, gal at the end and she got the right answer and you yes. lost out on the cruise to the Bahamas yeah. and then you went anyway, I still would think you would perfectly win the rights to do so. Really? But you weren't even on a game show because there are very few, by the way. And frankly, I don't think yeah. cruise to Bahamas is even the award anymore, even though <laughs> I would welcome such a... a I would think, yeah, I hope so. But yeah. uh, uh, but no, you know, it, 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 you're right. There's fewer cruise, sh uh, uh, there's fewer game shows. So it's, you can't expect just, you know, to, okay, honey, I want to go to the Bahamas. Okay, well, let me first, let's get me on a game show. <laughs> and and, yeah. and then you go, Wow, they're not that many game shows, and and these people like who do um, uh, prices right. They dress up in wacky clothes and stay oh, yeah. in line at CBS Television City. Oh, and that's not for hours. us because we're not even. We don't like as we've said. We don't like to chant on picket lines. So no, we're certainly not going to be wacky and run up to the stage and out of breath and wacky costumes. dress like so a sandwich and and <laughs> and you know try to be you know and just just on the hopes of winning. Uh, a trip to ba to uh, Bahamas, and and then you know, and and then the disappointment if you don't win, you know. Yeah. So it's better, I think. Just I think you're right. I think it's better. Just why not just buy the ticket? Yeah. And and you know, it's not as exciting to do that, but it's you know, it's not, and you do feel a little bit of like kind of guilt. But the the key thing is though, what I was the point I was originally yeah. get, going for is that she's already, she just sent, you know, did me a, a FaceTime through the miracle of these phones that we can see, you know, she's in Wayne, New Jersey, whole, yeah. whole other state yeah. from where I am. Yeah. And she showed me these 
piles of clothes that she's already organizing for the trip, which we won't leave, depart from Brooklyn until next Sunday. So she's already getting, getting her clothes organized. And that makes me feel nervous, Scotty. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and like, maybe I'm, you know, what if I wind up with just sort of dirty clothes? <laughs> rags, or, rags or just baggy, just things from the 1800s yeah. that you miss, mispacked, which I miss can often happen. With a top hat and a heavy <laughs> woolen coat, yeah. which wouldn't work in the... In the it would for the Halloween Bermuda. cruise but, tonight. Uh-huh. Yes. Then oh. it would be... De rigueur, but but uh, no, that but that is but that feeds right into what our topic. Uh, yep. One of the many, of course, we never stick to one topic; it only feeds many others. But Sandy, mm. as let's reference. And by the way, Tommy, we should this should be the first podcast that has uh, audio footnotes because we reference so many moments as you did in the November twenty twenty two podcast about laundry. But I remember clearly the well the thrill a minute with Sandy, and I was there for both of us trying to fit the you know, comforter into the duvet cover and all last second cleaning, which you speak of that we love that adrenaline, but it's all out there. And I guess the thing is it, it, um, it is what we uh, need. And it's, it's so, and I just love how it was really a masterful trailer uh, with a logo by Saul Bass that you put together in your opening. Cause you managed to put together three different podcasts in one thrill a minute edge of the seat uh, opening. Yeah, Scotty, I'm so glad you pointed that out because, you know, a lot of work goes into our in- intros and um, you can hear it, just the quality of the of the writing that's behind yeah. these these introductions. And and, um, you know, <laughs> but you don't know, you don't know if it's really hitting, you know, hitting home until you hear from, you know, some I, I would love it if they gave a prize for best introduction to a podcast, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, that would be, I think then we would win every single year. Uh, and then it would be like, oh, come on, you know, the yeah. lonely eyes is going to be them again. Right. And then we would make an announcement after like the 12th time we won. Uh, you know what? Let's honor some of the, we're going to take, uh, I don't know if we can do it, take our name out of consideration this year, just so someone else could be honored. It would be after the 12th. Win, yeah, I the think. 12th victory of, of the best in introduction row. in a podcast. Yeah. And we all, and, and I assume we both get, you know, the, the trophy, not just one trophy. Yeah, because we we'll be submitting. Share. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, so, it's a, we'll have twelve trophies. I'll definitely have to build a mantle for to hold them all. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going to have to. You know, I mean, there's just to get ready for that. But you're right, Scotty. We after that, we've got to say, look, somebody else can get the. And this is twelve years from now, and yeah, and a yeah. lot of things can happen. You right, know, right. I, I mean, first of all, people say, well, there's no award for that. Well, twelve years from now, there may only be awards for podcasts. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh, again, so and I think 12 years is adequate. I mean, to uh, you know, because we'll be honored for various openings that you and I do. And then, uh, and by the way, the opening is both is always both of us because uh, yeah. it's uh, it is both of us. So we should yeah. get two. I think uh, we should get two. Yeah. Now that I can one a piece, one a piece. So that's 12 each. Right. Now, my own concern is not really, that's probably Ginger's concern. As our yeah. listeners know, I'll be moving in with Ginger. That'll be fodder yeah. for many podcast to come uh mm. there's nervousness you know where are we going to put everything now this oh is an interesting gosh. conundrum because uh, <laughs> uh, as opposed to the boring conundrums yeah but yeah. uh you know everyone wants success and recognition yeah. we don't do it for the recompense of the no. awards. it'd be nice to have it what if 
have you ever heard someone say, listen, I'm taking my name out of consideration. I don't have enough room for, for, for the for, for an award. I literally run it's out all of filled room. up. You know, I don't think I have ever heard of that. Uh, uh, Scott, like, please don't give me any more awards. I don't have enough room. Now, that speaks to a lot uh, right yeah. there because people will assume, well, isn't I mean, such a podcast, uh, you know, a, guy, a man of such podcastical distinction would probably live in a vast, you know, have a huge, huge mansion, yeah. you know, his own island. No, <laughs> you have a small, we both have a relatively small carbon footprint. <laughs> that So the fact that we don't have room for all of these, uh, you know, these, frankly, these awards that we're going to be winning, that's not, we're not just, oh, we're, bra you know, kind of a backwards, huh, we don't have any more room. <laughs> I think that's what I worry about, that when we say that, people will, will be like, you know, they'll think we're assholes. We'll brag. Well, yeah, something. Well, why don't you make room? And yeah. no, we're just trying to really. Now, by the way, no, we, we keep a small carbon footprint. Yeah, our, yeah. our abodes are not vast, huge, enormous. No, and you don't have unlimited jailbreak. shelf space. And also, uh, up until recently, you had a more minimalist approach. Now you've added, as we've discussed on this podcast, works of art and, and bookshelves. But you can't line an entire apartment with trophies. I no, mean, and I and, and the bookshelves are filled with books. I cannot no. get another trophy without getting rid of some of my valuable books. Exactly. And then think of the press then. You got rid of books just to squeeze in another award to you. Yeah. That, so, you know, you it, know, it's not exactly book burning or book banning. <laughs> it's it's book getting rid of. Yeah. Which is which... another thing that, you know, then it becomes that, that, that oh, Tom, that's what, you know that Tom Saunders, he's a book getter, getting rid of a person. Yeah, he had, he had more the, books than he has now. Oh, and social media would be ablaze. With oh, the, here, Tom, here's a book you're going to throw away, or and all that. That's it's a, not a long news cycle, but it's a couple of days of that. Yeah, a couple a of days, and that's a lot when it's yeah. when you're getting when you're the target of everybody's scorn. When you're trending, for, as they say. Yeah. Oh, enjoy your 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 awards while you. Uh, uh, you know, scorn the, the literature, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what sure. they're going to say on the, you, but I think I have to be ready for those. Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll be hard, vicious. And they'll say, yeah. Oh, do you have a book? Do you have a trophy club every Tuesday to read your trophies? You know, cause ah, you're not reading ah, books. You wow. Know. I mean, that's and that's being actually, that's too clever and too nice yeah. <laughs> for what you'd be getting actually. <laughs> you know? No, but it's good to be prepared in case somebody, you know, I mean, it could be that yeah. some genius, yeah, yeah you hope it, so. It, you know, is trying. You know, wants to. You know, get in the game of of mocking me and my getting rid of books to make. You know, and, and it's not that many books. It's like maybe uh, about fifteen books. Yeah. Uh, well, it, I, to I, make you know, paid for twelve trophies. It's it's, it's this is interesting. Yeah. It's no, and you also have to get rid of fifteen books. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, fifteen book trophies. Yeah, and also I'm going to be talking about this in the next month because I'm starting to be the process of moving once again. Yeah, And uh, I'm actually, I'll come right and say it now as a little preview. I'm glad that at this point I have not received all these trophies because that would be yet another thing to think, do I move them all to Ginger's right. room? Do I put it back right. in storage? <laughs> do I get another storage unit just for my trophy? So I'm actually glad I have not won uh, actual at this point. At this point, and I've I've been to to uh, to girlfriend Ginger's apartments. It's yeah. a beautiful little. Uh, it's and it's it, it it's um, actually you know it's quite sizable for its size. Oh, it has a great nineteen fifty. Can you say that it's sizable? Oh for yeah, its size. long sizable for its size. Long and and, and multiple. But yeah. but but the bookshelves, and I remember on that case too, 
uh, uh, Ginger and I uh, uh, had arranged the books by color. Yeah. So, so it's very aesthetically pleasing so that, that you know, a, a black book is not right next to a red book, oh, know, for no, example. It's no. all this gradual, you know, shift of color. It's quite wonderful and artistic. And yeah. Scotty, to ruin that with a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, let's face it. I don't know what these trophies are going to be like. Are they going to be beautiful or are they going to be ugly like the like uh, the Golden Globes. Well, they're certainly not colorful. They're, they're you know, they're shiny. And, and no. So I think one is fine, uh, but 12. So that's something we'll have to deal with. But, but speaking of the trophies, we mentioned some, which I don't think has been yeah. mentioned much. And I don't know if it even exists anymore, but I referenced the Good Housekeeping Seal of oh, Approval. Now, does that talk- still... Exists good housekeeping. The magazine does, still does. But does it exist? Does good I mean, housekeeping? I hope it does. I mean, that's right, something well, that. Just, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if if I may, Scotty, just give it give some context to that. Yes. To that, the universe began uh, several trillion years ago in in yeah. this huge huge collection of you know gases that compressed and then blew up and then we had the sun and all the different solar systems and stuff like that and at a certain point billions of years later good housekeeping magazine was created yes, yes. And, and and this was probably in the 1910s or something like that yeah, and it was a larger format then probably it, it, it was a larger yeah. format and that was back when people read magazines oh, yeah and 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 they, they were made out of paper and they were uh, uh and they had lots of illustrations colorful illustrations stories articles cartoons and good housekeeping was one of those those publications my mother or my aunt would read and i would never read as a kid yeah like you would just never want to read good housekeeping you know almost any other magazine that had cartoons in it maybe but but yet the seal of approval which went on many products became very trusted over the years yeah the good housekeeping and i don't think people know about this i don't think a lot of podcasts are really talking about oh, whatever no. happened even, to the good housekeeping people. well even if there's a good housekeeping podcast they say they may not even be bringing it up yes because they're tired of it and they're talking about other magazines so right. we we do and and i said the seal is hard to put on a mantle again hopefully they put it on a fine base yeah, so that's that's, flat. that's uh, that occurred to me also because yeah. the seal is actually something that's printed on the yeah. packaging of various products, and when you get that seal of approval, well, you know, you if families can trust whatever it is. That, oh, that, I, I just that, hearing yeah. it. And by the way, but, that's but one I don't of the, see it anymore. I don't. I don't see, see it. it. Even that expression is used just like Kleenex. Well, you got the seal of approval by by that person. You know, yeah. they they drop the good housekeeping. They go, well, that gets the seal of approval. So, yeah. uh, and good housekeeping, they could sue, but then you factor in the lawyers and all that, and and it, they drag out for years. So they probably don't in that in that case. But that was a, that uh, when I think of good housekeeping magazine, I think of these impossible to make recipes. You just see <laughs> pictures of, of of pies with grapes and tomatoes oh, yeah. and. And 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 little little um, elves, you know, that are <laughs> made out of icing and stuff. You know, these these elaborate dishes that didn't really look that delicious. Uh, yeah, uh, and a very happy homemaker. Oh, the thrilled with all the work happy. she's doing uh, yeah. alone, and with no help from from uh, her husband or, or kids. no, 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 no. Always the woman yeah. wearing an apron, looking pretty, her hair oh, done nicely, perfectly and, composed, mm, smelling the delicious pie. And looking pretty while she smells it. That you know, I mean, that was another era when, when oh, women exactly. baked pies. 
And then dad, you know, the husband would come home along the and, you know, get, she'd fix his drink and all that. And then, well, what's for dinner? And, and no one for a second said, oh, what's wrong with this picture? And yeah. it just, it was an actually good habit. And so it was a, a, a simpler time. And by the way, as we talked about in the, uh, the opening during these troubled times, what's wrong with bringing up good housekeeping seal of approval if it brings us calm? And I think that's yeah. uh, well, look it, what you did, causes... Tommy, looking back in the different time and our time machine will do that gives you relief by looking at different time periods. That's right. I mean, I think I think that's that's a good point to make. I mean, you know, some people might say, how dare you bring up good housekeeping seal of approval when in this in this time of 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 um, you know strife and and woe well you know i mean sometimes uh you know uh i mean it's not like for look if you if by brought bringing up good housekeeping seal of approval you caused some sort of explosion to happen in yeah. Nicaragua. Yeah. I would, then I would say, you know, maybe you shouldn't bring up the good. Yeah, idea. hold off on bringing yeah. it up. It's not, is it that important? You have to no. wait. And obviously it wouldn't be, but the beauty yeah. of bringing up things from the past and, um, and then you know, people would deride that, you know, yeah. you live in the, we've talked about this before, uh, stop living in the past. Well, what's wrong with that? No. Let's look at the present and then let's pick pretty random things in the past and we're going to probably come out better one of those past days. Not yeah. all, but some. And, and Scotty. And you're not living there forever. You're yep. living there for maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> At most. And then yeah. we're back. And then yeah. we're back. And, and here's another thing. The next time somebody says, stop living in the past. Well, this is the past. This will be the past at some point. And yeah. uh, right now, 2023, will one day will people look back and go, oh, yep. Folks lived. It was a different time in those days. And, and uh, uh, we can't help but live in the past. If no, as a matter of fact. But this is the past. This is the when, past. When, our, when you hear this, dear listener, it is the past because, you know, it may be 15 minutes after we recorded it, but that's still the past. That's still the past. It's still history. Scotty, it's a, that, that is, I think, you know, that if, if nothing else happens from this podcast, I hope we can cause people to think twice before they say, stop living in the past. Oh, absolutely. yeah. And if once anything. they thought twice, then I hope they still don't say it. Just because Yeah. They... And how many people think twice? Yeah. I mean, why, how do you break up thinking? Right. Like, do you think, okay, I thought once, like, yeah. when do you know when you've thought once? I mean, when is the end of the thought? Yeah. I mean, the, okay. Go, okay. Now I'm starting a new thought. Yeah. And then, um, and then that's going to keep you from doing dangerous things hopefully i guess it does yeah i mean do you and when how quickly is that second thought i mean it'd be rare for me to say i i, I like the mets better than the yankees wait a minute I, I just gave that an extra second thought and i'm not sure if i do or not you know that doesn't you know maybe a year later i might say you know and that's in this case it wouldn't be true but things like that so that's a that's an expression we need to uh revisit but but, you know, Tommy, the beauty of this podcast, and we've done yeah. this, uh, people say, the historians and the John Beecham's, yeah. what's your podcast about? And we look at each other and, yeah. and you laugh because it starts off with a topic, as I've said, you you yeah. detailed it beautifully. Many, you weaved in three related topics beautifully. But we go off onto other things and some purists will say, uh, well, you didn't stick to the, like if we were in school, uh, didn't stick to the topic. See. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with yeah. with hanging out with purists. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that a lot of times I think you should think twice before 
in, you know, getting involved with a purist because they yeah. will always find fault. There's always something. But then and then you say, oh, God, can you just say something positive? And they go, well, I'm a purist. What yeah. am I supposed to do? That's that's what that's their job is to be pure. But Scotty, I like uh, what's the opposite of a purist? Um, well, I, I... What's the word that's the exact opposite of a purist? And I'm not sure there is one, Scott. Yeah. yeah, and also they misuse pure because pure and pure, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those Adulterate. words. Again. Adulterous would make it sound like they're an adulterer. But uh, <laughs> that would be, uh, you know, that's the opposite of them. impurities and an impurist. Yeah, yeah. And pure is good and, for certain things in general. Yeah. You know, oh, it's pure orange juice or whatever it is. But but a purist. And again, it's a, it's a word that sort of, uh, and it's know, one of those to... jobs that doesn't pay well. No, you know, it's no, one that's of those things you could study it in college, get a yeah. master's degree. Oh, at least, at least certainly and, a PhD and, even. And then, and yeah. then you look at the, the employment, you know, the unemployment pages, which they used to have, they don't have. Oh, I love those. Now they do. It's funny. If we look at the, uh, first of all, who looks at the print edition, I still get it on the weekend at the time. Mm. It literally is almost like a parody. They do have a small employment section, but the font size is literally like three point. So even if it is a good job, you can't read it. Oh, that's interesting. Even that's with a, readers, as for, they the, call them. for people with magnifying glasses, <laughs> yeah. which not everybody has. And then you could burn the page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you may see it, but then the job literally goes up in flames. Up in flames. <laughs> and, and then the fire could spread. Uh, uh, oh. And, uh, this is a. Uh, 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 you know, this is a disaster waiting to happen that the New York oh, yeah. Times is publishing its job listing in, in tight. And you say three point type uh, it, just it, for it, people who are not in the printing business. That's very small. Yeah, and you it's almost unreadable. A magnifying glass. And, and that would absolutely if you're out in the sun, it would focus yeah. the sun on onto the paper. The paper starts, you know, and and my you yell, my newspaper's on fire and people go, what's a newspaper? And you go, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then you have to start explaining. Well, yeah. digitalization that started a few years back, but still people, some people do get a print copy. Uh, you know, and then you're going on because, you know, you feel the, if you were purist, you would have to explain. Yes. And then, and that firefighters, and, you know, everyone knows they don't like the purists because they take a long time to report the fire because they have to explain it to you know right the exact way. address and and yeah. uh, you know why the history it, of the address who lived there previously what it right. cost to buy the house previous so uh yeah so sometimes it's just, just get right to the facts but yeah uh, uh which and the facts are today as we speak that the little things and we've talked about this before yeah little victories other people may have used that expression but i think we coined it and i'm going to be doing laundry at some point today Tommy, That's exciting, and, Scott. And, and I'm actually, uh, you know, I do I ever want to put it off? Yes, but it is a great feeling when you do it because as it, it's like going shopping, and you can look at it. Oh, I have these, this new uh, underwear. Yeah, right. I, oh, I, I have... was thinking the same thing. It's so funny because yeah. I was thinking that independent before you even came up with that that thought about the, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I, or maybe it was because of that. But I. I was I was thinking how it is a miracle that we get clothes back and they're clean. And now it's like, yeah. OK, we get another shot at it. We don't have to yeah. throw them away. No, no. We, and you don't you, need you, a new all that. You have it. But it's not the same old thing. You've personally refurbished. You, you uh, refurbished and renovated it. And, it's a kind of a miracle every single yeah. time you go. Now, 
helps it helps to explain why Sandy, my girlfriend, loves to watch as soon as she gets into this apartment or any anywhere we are, a house, she washes clothes. What do you have to wash? She wants me to to wash to ha- and, and so when I wash my own clothes, Scotty, because I haven't seen her in a while, she's up, you know, dealing with her hotel, I feel guilty. I feel uh, you know, something like, again, like that survivor's guilt we were talking about, yep. the, 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 uh, you know, she, because I know how much she loves to wash the clothes. My thing, as as we've pointed out, is is uh, the um, and I do find clothes washing m- miraculous. But my thing is the dishes, you know, the yeah. you know, have put in the dishes. And I mean, Scotty, some people love to fish and hunt. <laughs> I love to put dishes in the dishwasher. And just imagine what they say to each other while they're waiting to, oh, you yeah. know, to be well, cleaned I like the off. Fact that, uh, and what you've done, Tommy, too, is, you know, the, the conventional tired thinking is, yeah, you put the big plates together, then you put the slightly smaller ones. And then assuming, and this is the old hierarchy, well, the big plates stick to themselves. Yeah. And, and what you've said is, no, why wouldn't a big plate want to engage in conversation with a, a coffee cup? That's on a right. And that's a whole different level. Absolutely. You know, and that's but, what can only happen in the early stages of, you know, when you, when the dishwasher is empty and you're just putting in the new, the next, the, the, the next load of dirty dishes, that first big plate, he's all alone. He has to have somebody to talk to. Yeah. Uh, unless he's just going to be a snob and not talk to anybody. Yeah. Well, now, then that would maybe fine China, but that you don't put in a dishwasher. Yeah. So maybe it's yeah. just talk to a little fruit, uh, fruit yeah, cup I or mean, a yeah, just a or, little or a yeah, fork. whatever. And uh, even silverware. I mean, that's. I mean, we could do a year of podcasts on the inequities <laughs> and the and the lack of communication between silverware and plates. Right. And that goes. I'm sure it's very similar to how people in, in the world, you know, don't it is. It look, is look down on. You know. We, they think they're better than that. Yes, that, yeah. that's the, and that's why the dishwasher is a great, you know, brings all the fancy dishes in with the with the regular, you know, the scrub, you know, the, the 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 scrapers and the, you know, the utility pots and pans and gets them together. So they're all being cleaned at the same time. Now, some people are going to hear this and they think, well, d- does Tom actually think they do talk together? No, this is the power of the imagination, Scotty. Yes. Yes. I know, but there is a communication. Like a lot of people say, and we believe strongly, and you you discussed this uh, brilliant this podcast, and I adopted your your theory about talking to cats and using their language. Well, and that's the, different. I Ginger's mean, that, cat that, Olympia. That really is their talking oh, back. Absolutely. And I think they do. I, I feel that, yes, it's, of course, it's imagination when you're dealing with silverware and plates and pots, but not, not to the point of being delusional. No. I, I think that in a perfect world, <laughs> that, that shiny Cuisinart pot, would like to engage with a little coffee cup now and then. Right. Yeah. And, and it's sad that we live in a world where that isn't the case yet. It will it get, be eventually. We yeah. will we will be able to make everything talk. You oh know, yeah. You, I'm sure that'll be the with, next step. And yeah. by the way, Tommy, not uh, I was almost said not for nothing, which I've never said in my life. And no. I don't even like saying it, but I just said No, it you never so did. Talk about it. And I don't even know what that means. Not no, for nothing. Right. Uh, you know, but the fact that with the times we're living in and the polarization and the wars and yes, a pot and a plate, maybe in the conventional sense, can talk. But by hoping that they can communicate, well, well I think that gives hope to all the warring factions yes. in the world right now. If you can hope that someday the plates and cups and, and saucers will speak to each other 
you can hope for anything, Scotty. And yes, you can hope for world peace. The audacity of hope, uh, I think. Uh, well, exactly. Obama that, that, put it. Obama, and that's what we need. And then those who say, well, no, the ones who immediately put the kibosh on, like, oh, you're, you're, these guys are crazy. When they talk about plates talking, they're the ones that don't have an imagination, and they will not be the catalyst towards world peace. We, no. on the other hand, believe anything is possible. Anything. And we're the ones who, and we joke about winning the Nobel Peace Prize, but certainly this is the blueprint for actually winning a Nobel Peace no, Prize. No, and, and, and joking about winning the Nobel Prize is the first step toward actually <laughs> winning it. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 let's be very clear about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to joke about it before you dream even. <laughs> you have to joke about it. You joke about it like, well, maybe we'll win a Nobel Peace Prize. Could you imagine if we won the Nobel Peace Prize? I, I dream about it and going to the after parties and the pre-parties right. and the setting up the room even. Yeah, you know, yeah. We've talked yeah. about that. that. We'll stuff. help. I mean, what a story that would be, Tommy. Because I don't, look, I, I laud, I admire all the winners and the laureates, yeah. but they don't say, oh, we'll come down a couple days to Stockholm early no, and we'll set up no, the no. chairs. I, I'd love to work with the staff. Yes. And it'd be well, such a fun thing. Like, well, who are you? Oh, we won the Nobel Peace Prize. And you are helping us set the table. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Well, because that's part of peace. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I mean, I, what, a, what great Nobel spirit that is. Now, I, I, I would take I would flip that and imagine, you know, the whole idea of the walk on football player who yeah. you know, just yes. walks on into practice and yeah, practice shot. squad. What the if Giants we just hang, quarterback, we talk Tommy about this? You just hang yeah. out in, in, in Oslo. Yeah. And set, help set up the chairs, you know, help pour the, you know, the punch in the punch bowl for the after party and then work your way into getting a Nobel Prize that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I well, it works, too, is one we could I, I see ourselves once we win it, actually still showing up early. And that's well, I, like, I, I see that. Yeah. Uh, but oh, certainly you're right. Definitely is going to happen. But I'm wondering yeah. and just because and I know this is, you know, I, I, I just feel like. You know, uh, I, I feel like we, we, you know, we will win the, win the prize, you know, just the normal way. But what if what if we need to do a little something extra? You know, well, working your way up. Thing. Yeah. What if we just show up and, and it's like a, the walk on, you know, like you're there and, you know, somebody, you know, says, ah, I can't I can't accept the prize. Well, we need somebody to, to accept the prize, yeah. you know. And then we quickly make our case about why all the different re like we we should we could win over uh, based on all the things that we've done with this podcast, just the podcast alone. Yeah, we could have won thirty five Nobel prizes. Oh yeah, yeah, thirty. As I said, in Think various about that. We categories. About oh my gosh, what do we do with all, all those? Uh, well, yeah, that that, and then of course there is the backlash. Good the, housekeeping seals, but. Yeah, third non-winners would say, "Well, they're hogging the awards that we talked about." You know, we, yeah. Oh, there'd be tremendous resentment. Yeah, tremendous yeah. resentment. You know, and 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 I can just see us going to Caltech some sometime, and you know, being expecting to be, you know, speaking there, but expecting to hang out with some other Nobel Prize winners. But then, you know, and and then they they kind of snub us, and we're like, "Wait, we're all Nobel," and they're like. No, that that guy only won one Nobel Prize. You guys won thirty-two, yeah. And so now he's jealous, and that kind—that's the kind of jealousy. I don't know if I—I I don't know how to deal with that. Well, just as we said earlier about 
uh, winning, uh, uh, you know, if we win 12 times in a row for the Nobel for podcast opening, we would take ourselves out of eligibility to open it up. And I think we would do the same if we, in fact, and I don't think the Nobel Peace Prize should be given out more than once unless, you know, you have a long career and you help do something. But, but what you're saying too, Tommy, and to complete the load is that we can win it uh, by putting, paying our dues, that old expression, the old working in the mailroom at William Morris. Why yeah. can't that apply to the Nobel Prize? Yeah, yeah. Well? Working, starting out at the bottom of the, of the Nobel, you know, whatever company. What is it? A uh, 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 nonprofit, I guess. Nonprofit. You start yeah. out with the Just being there tears. is half the, the battle many times, yeah. as people say, and other cliches. But, but being there, first of all, it would be joyful. Who yeah. wouldn't want to get, and hopefully they'll take care of our expenses. Uh, you know, if we help out. Oh, you know. that's the other thing is we'll be being paid. Like, do they pay in euros? Like, how well, will we be paid? Like, how I think that... euros, but it could be converted. And, and that's something we'll devote an entire three podcasts to. But as we wind down, Tommy, yep. we've offered hope in so many ways in these last oh. 36 minutes. Uh, we went a little minute or a half longer than usual because hope you can't put a, a time limit on. No, it. you really cannot. And and uh, and we did. Nope. And on that note, I'm going to be continuing to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>